they also end up with baby angels as well. Oh, the ba- oh my god, the baby angels are so creepy. Oh, oh they goodness. They're, they're, they're even worse than the full-grown ones. They just look creepy looking out. <laughs> god, oh my yeah. god. Yeah, you need to Google these things. They're there. They're creepy. I'll give you reasons. They're so wrong. So, so. I'm afraid to Google search baby angels. <laughs> You're the hero. I hope all you grid travelers have found the right podcast to listen to. Welcome to another episode of Zio to Hero. I'm Billy, and I'm always joined by my brother, the only man that I know that I can't insult because the universe has already done it that way for how he looks. This is how you die tonight. <laughs> what was that? Uh, so, Jim, tonight's going to be a fun episode because we're going to. We're we're going off the beaten path. We're gonna go down a path of Doctor Who tonight. I feel and like this is a only... far more beaten path. Yeah, and what is. only pro- and what only proper way to go down Doctor Who with than our our own resident nurse, the man, the myth, the man that puts on the spandex, and then it's not spandex. You know, we are joined with Mark once again, the residing Doctor Who nurse. Uh, connoisseur, indeed. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's a sommelier, sommelier, not a connoisseur, sommelier. <laughs> Most of the time, he used but... both of the context. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so Mark, how's it going? Because my god, we know it's like 2 a.m. over there, it is with nitty three. Oh man, Jesus. we ruined it. We ruined it. Nah, dang it. <laughs> so, Mark, how's it going over there? Yeah, it's all good. All good as usual. I'm kind of jealous because <laughs> we didn't synchronize our shirt wearing because I have a Spider-Man shirt too. <laughs> uh, I, yes. I'm wearing them. I miss sports. I was wearing a Batman shirt earlier. <laughs> yeah, Jim, no one cares. <laughs> Probably should have put one of my Doctor Who ones on, but hey. Hey, there you go. No one can see me. <laughs> <Except for you laughs> hey, so Mark, uh, your, your Doctor Who cosplay, is it... Uh, like original character, or you like kind of go off of another one of the previous doctors? Wait, the, wait, the wait! I... Before you answer that, I need to know. Uh, I, I must <laughs> state this: Billy doesn't know anything about Doctor Who, so there's going to be a lot of weird questions going to be asked tonight. Keep going, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the idea is that um, my Doctor Who is he's a much older one, so he's beyond what you see on the show. Oh, That's the idea behind oh. it. Well, interesting as that. I've been toying with a few names for him, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Like doctor, I'll just go with that. Mm, I was thinking maybe the Infinite Doctor, or oh, <laughs> Ooh. well, like I, f- I feel like the Doctor wouldn't do anything like Infinite Doctor. I think he would just like do a play on it, like I'm the old Doctor. What? Yeah. <laughs> Who are you again? I'm ancient. Ah. Well, he was saying that in the love of Doctor anyways. I'm ancient. Oh. Older than you ever know. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, we, okay, we know you're old. Calm down. We, we, can, call <laughs> him, we can call him Haynes. Because he it, just, it, it plays on the whole joke that the Doctor doesn't know his age. Yeah. Uh, and my one just literally doesn't know how old he is, doesn't know what regeneration he is. He just uh-oh. knows that he is very, very old. <laughs> He's been plucked out of time. Don't know where. It's like exactly. I will say this: yeah. I have lost count about what everything. Everything. <laughs> what time is it? I don't know anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the Let sun at? I I don't know. Yeah. You know where you at? No, I should have been at old person's home. What happened? <laughs> I was getting, They had they had apple cinnamon. They had apple cinnamon tonight. They had apple cinnamon. <laughs> oh no. So, Jim, break us down of what we're going to talk to, talk about, talk to. We're going to talk to Mark, but what do we talk about? All right. So tonight we're going to do a kind of deep dive episode into one episode in particular. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. season three of the new series. I believe it's episode nine. It's called Blink. It's the first time we see the Weeping Angels. And it's a great episode for someone who's ever seen Doctor Who before, like <coughs> Billy. So, 
before mm-hmm. we get into that, I kind of uh, I kind of do the brief introduction of what who Doctor Who is and like kind of what that is, and then we'll get to the episode, and then we'll talk a little bit more about the Weeping Angels, and then um, we'll talk smack about uh, England. <laughs> All right, sounds good to me. Then that's where you yeah, plug in. You'll plug in the the Doctor Who like probably five seconds of the intro song. The intro song is like thirty seconds minimum. <laughs> but yeah, okay. I know you can start that. Yeah. So, Mark, as for people that listen to us, they probably don't know about Doctor Who. So, would you like to graciously, gr- graciously? No, I can't do it. Okay, would you like on. to racistly tell us all about? Yeah, them? would you like <laughs> to racistly, would you tell, like to racistly no, tell us? Can you give Can you give our listeners, since you are the resident Doctor Who fan, uh, besides for Ben, but uh, we want you to come on because you know. You give us less technical problems. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Can you give a brief explanation of who the doctor or what the doctor or what Doctor Who is? Just real quick, you know, thirty seconds or less. Go. Well, it's basically uh, you already ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll give you an extra two or three minutes. Keep going. <laughs> well, it's basically a sci-fi series uh, over here. It's been running for nearly sixty years. Um, started in nineteen sixty-three. Uh, and it did have a brief hiatus between 1989 and 2005 uh, with a brief little movie, mini movie in the middle in 96. Made in America. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's about a time traveling alien who can change his body shape and look like different people. He's had, what, 13, 14 regenerations now. Uh, At the time of that episode, it was only on 10. Uh, Been played by multiple actors. Technically Uh, 11th, right? hmm? It would be 11th, technically, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's the one thing with Doctor Who is they... They write kind of a lot of things. (laughs) Yeah. They invent things after events have happened. And it gets into a heck of a continuity confusion. <laughs> you know, like a big ball of timey-wimey stuff. Yeah, but I think that's the way we all love it, to be honest. And it, it comes up with a lot of fan theories as well about what's going on. And I think that's what they actually like to do is they like the fans to fill in the gaps, which makes it more interesting then as well. Oh, that's interesting that they encourage that. Mm, because mo- most of the time, like, series... Well, they won't even pay no attention, but then the fans just get so, uh, well, what do they call it? Um, invested. So invested, and then they uh, gatekeep. They gatekeep theories and stuff. And Well, no, that's that's not what that is. Gatekeeping means that you can't be involved with something else. Like, they, they make it where it's almost impossible to get involved with the new... Like, yeah. New people can't join in. Well, the Doctor Who fandom is pretty open about letting people come join in on the fun because... You know, they could be anywhere, anything. This is Doctor Who. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure, like, David Moffat's been really happy with fans creating new things because he's ran out of story ideas. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy who writes for Doctor Who. That's the lead writer. And, uh, uh, you mean what? Russell T. Davis? Uh, Russell T. Davis. Uh, Moffat's the director, right? Uh, well, Stephen Moffat was a writer for... He, he was a writer for a while. and Yeah, he finally... and then he became the head writer. Yeah, he's a head writer, yeah. yeah. Oh. He was actually the one that created, funny the enough, Angels, the Weeping yeah. Angels. It's a newly original idea for the new series, mm-hmm. and they are terrifying. And we're going to get into yeah. that here in a minute. Well, but, I tell you. Uh, my, 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 my favorite thing about the Doctor uh, is always uh, just how different each season like each doctor is and so you mm-hmm. you learn like you don't learn you, you you learn to appreciate a different doctor each like time like there's a huge amount of the fandom who hates peter capale because he's not matt smith matt, matt smith and like there's a whole bunch of them who hate matt smith matt smith because he's not david Tennant. i personally think eccleson's one of the best doctors we ever had but that's just me to be honest it it does seem to be a thing with the Doctor Who fandom is when a new one comes in, nine times out of ten, the fans hate them. Then they start to grow to like them. And then when they leave, 
they wish they hadn't left. <laughs> you know, you know who we need That's as a doctor. Right. Uh, we need uh, we need Aegis Elba to come through as a doctor. Oh my <laughs> god! Oh I come on, that would so be so much fun. I would <laughs> so want that. Like and then make show. a lot of references to P- Pacific Rim. No, no, no. I wanted to make a lot of references to Marvel <laughs> and be like, I'm pretty sure there's someone called Heimdall around here. <laughs> talk, talk about Marvel. I think um, one of the rumors was when they were selecting a new doctor before Jared Whitaker became the doctor, was rumored to be the one that plays Peggy Carter. Mm, yeah. Oh. That would have been good. Yeah, she, she's really good. Yeah, but I don't think they can afford her. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> No, like she, she got Agent, interesting. Uh, Agent Carter, man, like mm-hmm. she ain't, she ain't going for a doctor. Did they just right didn't they just release a new doctor like in in progress? Yeah, yeah. Shoot, yeah. Uh, shooty Gapwa. I think yeah. I pronounced that right. Oh, but, okay. Uh, he will be the fifteenth doctor. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, and well, also we then? had uh, we had a couple of famous doctors as well, like Christopher Eccleston's. Mm-hmm. One of the doctors. Uh, we had John Hurt as a doctor. Yeah, he was brilliant. Oh my god, he was great. If you haven't, uh, go watch the 50th year anniversary episode, uh, movie episode thing, and that is you'll you'll see John Hurt as a doctor, and he plays a very old, worn out doctor very well. Nah. Yeah. Okay. Ve- so. Very sort of like. It's literally not just worn out. He's like a war-torn doctor. He's done things. He's committed atrocities, and well, he hasn't. Committed. He feels like he's not the doctor. He he he, he renounces the name. Even he, you know he that you does not consider himself the doctor. He refuses to call himself that. Well, uh, yeah, see, he he's committed some atrocities, but he hasn't committed genocide yet. So <laughs> no. Then you get Eccleston coming in, and Eccleston was the at that time ninth Doctor, but he's technically the tenth. Uh, comes in, and this is where I started was Eccleston, and he's such an a hole <laughs> the yeah. entire season. And then you find out about the Time War, uh, which is when Doctor the Doctor did a genocide. <laughs> he did a genocide, but he can't remember he did a genocide. Like he, so he doesn't technically do a genocide, but he thinks he did. Yeah. And uh, he he's just he's a broken man who uh, who did some very messed up things trying to redeem himself, but he's still an a hole about a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> and so it makes sense. You go back and watch that season. You're like, oh hey, wait. Yeah, so. I saw that in in this uh, season that I watched Blink uh, that David Tennant's doctor uh, lost his memory. Oh yeah, that's one of the episodes. Uh, that's 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 the um, that's the 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 family episode. The family. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Family yeah, yeah. Blood. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Was, that's I was watching episode. that, and I was like, that "This was is so adapted from a novel that was that starred the Seventh Doctor, um, Sylvester McCoy's Doctor." Okay. No, I thought it was a, interesting. I liked it. It was pretty good. That, interesting. Did, did you finish it? Yeah, I finished it all. And, well, I got to the part where they uh, ran out the building because they had hostages and stuff. Oh, no, the, the end is is quite sort of like dark. Just and it shows uh, the, the rage of the yeah, time. The, 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 the rage is seething right underneath this happy go lucky doctor. Like, he does it a uh, couple times, too. Like, that for mm-hmm. David Tennant's run, he does it a couple times where he is just angry. Like, you can see the rage just right underneath yeah. the surface. It's just, especially it, with Donna Noble. <laughs> it's quite a calm rage, isn't it? It's like you can't, you don't see him boiling over, but you know. It's like that when mad. your dad tells you he's just, he's not mad at you, he's just disappointed. And that he's. Yeah. Pre- and then he then he tells you all the reasons why he's disappointing you <laughs> while running you down with the lawnmower. I think it's not till he's sort of like second regeneration when he kind of like does kind of peak in that sort of anger and when he's there shouting, I can do so much. Yeah. I go oh. Yeah, no. Like David Tennant had a lot going for him. Like there was a lot underneath the surface and Oh man, there was just there's moments in his in his in his tenure that was just fantastic. 
Okay, well, let's move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> next. Re- reminiscing about David Tennant. Yeah, mm-hmm. we could do that all day. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so next, uh, I do really want to talk about this episode uh, because this is really the first episode you've actually watched or tried to watch. <clears throat> but what we're going to do is we're going to take a really quick break. We'll come back and then we'll talk about this episode. So remember, yeah. don't blink. Don't look away. Don't pause us. Please don't. (laughs) (laughs) In one corner, we have story time with Cosplay Dude 637. In the other corner, we have Power Ranger Universe 19. They're going to go head-to-head this weekend in the Thunderdome. If you want to have your tickets now, pick them up tomorrow morning at shop.zero2hero.com or watch it on Zero to Hero's YouTube channel if you can find it. Or you can just listen to the show where you normally find your podcast. Like Spotify, Apple Podcast, and if you're weird about it, Google Podcast. Check it out next week on your favorite platforms. Or find Willie or Cosway Dude 637 on TikTok, Instagram, and not Facebook. Welcome back from that commercial. So now let us break down this episode that we saw called Blink from Doctor Who season I don't know and Doctor Who is that? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what that sums it up pretty much yeah what pretty season? Much. i don't know <laughs> i don't know anymore <laughs> give it up trying to figure it out <laughs> depends how you look at it season three or season 30 old i think oh god so, yeah no, no there's, it's almost, there's there's more seasons of doctor who than there's technically of the simpsons mm-hmm. oh wow <laughs> god dang it's the Simpsons started the year that doctor who took his first hiatus that's 89 right yeah, age nine. I think. Yeah, started. Uh, like saying it was like the twenty eighth season, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, back when dialects were just garbage cans. Well, dialect design hasn't changed much over the years. They added color. Mm. Come on. True. <laughs> 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 oh. The Cyberman, Cyberman's changed a lot. Uh, it's they now have, actually yeah. kind of scary looking. Okay, but that's not the point. The point is, we're going to talk about Blink, and we're going to talk about this uh, great episode with these brand new villains called the you know the weeping angels so this episode is very very doctor light which is a great introduction episode for anyone wanting to like watch doctor who it, it, it's a great place to start at because you get very little of the doctor so you don't get all of his mannerisms that could scare people away but you get a little bit you know the fun stuff and uh, if you want to us uh, not spoil this episode, like uh, it's ten years old. Come on, yeah, <laughs> get it together. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> or you can jump ahead uh, to the next commercial break. Whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> if you, <if> you <laughs> want to be spoiled, go right ahead. But for someone who doesn't watch Doctor Who like me, it was like a really great one-off episode that I saw. It's a great little mystery episode. To be fair it's with a, you. It, exactly. It's a little great mystery, and in the first fifteen, like first 15 20 minutes there's like a a time loop and you're just sitting there confused and then you have to hear her read the letter to find out oh yeah. holy god you know i like the uh yeah. the nightingale the the guy is like please tell me uh, am i wearing pants or no no you're not wearing <laughs> oh. any pants <laughs> okay i think i feel like saying that's the first time they used that joke but it wasn't the last time <laughs> <laughs> I know it was not the last of the joke. Yeah. But uh yeah, so you get you get this uh Sally Sparrow who comes in and mm-hmm. this is lady uh is starting her journey to find like to stop the weeping angels. And she and her friend go to this haunted house because uh something's going on with this haunted house or some something's going on with it that they want to investigate because it it, speak, it piques it her interest, right? Yep. And Probably so mystery there. style. Yeah. Scooby Doo without the dog and <laughs> the guys and <laughs> and the Americanized Dan. 
And so they're over there. And so one of the first things that happens is the her friend, uh, what, what's her friend's name? Nightingale. Uh, oh. Something Nightingale. Her, because you, you know her brother. Yeah. Yeah, but so she's such, she, such a short-lived character. You don't I know, right? Well, yeah. you get a letter. Yeah, you <laughs> get a letter. She, that's it. <laughs> gone. She's gone. And she can't find her. And this random dude comes in with a letter. It's like, are you Sally Sparrow? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, I was told. They, they pulled a, uh, they pulled a, uh, uh, back, back to the future, future. too. <laughs> like oh, here, yeah. here's this letter. Take this letter. Shush, leave me alone. <laughs> Take this letter and this key. It was her uh, grandson. Her yeah, grandson. It was Nightingale's great grandson. Yeah, yeah. And she made so me the... promise on her deathbed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she I thought she was just raving mad. No, wait a minute. <laughs> I thought she was crazy, but here we are. And so, okay, and so, like, her friend goes missing, and she's, like, trying to figure this out, and uh, in the letter, she says, go to this, this, this uh, tell my brother that I love him, blah, 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 you know, and so she goes and tells her brother, and so she, like, and this is the first time you actually see the doctors on this DVD, because it's, it's a bonus, it's an extra, and on these 17 movies that you find, there's only 17 DVDs that have these extras, only these 17, and it's this little rambling speech with the doctor, but it's very one-sided, and so you meet her brother, and he's like, oh, hey, you know, blah, blah, I don't care, whatever. And, you know, he starts explaining to her, like, the deep, like the, the Easter egg, and she's like, it doesn't bother me, whatever. I need to go figure out what's going on. nerd, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, you nerd. And, like, she's leaving, and his coworker's like, why doesn't they just go to the police? And she's like, I should just go to the police. Yeah. <laughs> and so she goes to the police. She actually goes to the police. I'm like, oh, hey, she goes to the police with Doctor Who? This is weird. This isn't Power Rangers? What? Yeah. <laughs> goes to the police. And so... Not, not uh, used to them going to the proper authorities. I know. It's weird. Normally yeah. it's a doctor just going, follow me to the TARDIS. <laughs> I have something. Let me grab my screwdriver. <laughs> Why are you putting that at me? It's not a weapon. Uh, no ex no Ariano. <laughs> right? Oh, no. <laughs> and so she meets this really handsome guy uh, who's a detective. And she gives him the, uh, you know, she gives him, like, the rundown. He's like, oh, blah, blah, boy, she's, like, pretty. So he's like, oh, you're pretty. Let's, yeah. <laughs> okay, let, let's, let's, let's talk about this. And Give so she's like, <laughs> she, she starts uh, talking, gives him the address for this house. He's like, hold on. So they go down to the basement. And there's these, all these cars sitting there. And, it's, and then the police, the police box is sitting there. Of all the mm. people who've gone there who have gone, who've gone missing. Tons oh of, wow! Tons of cars, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> dozens of cars in a police box, and it was like, "What's the police box doing here?" Have they all gone missing the same way too, where they get like put yeah. in a different time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Not that you get much explanation about it, but uh, you get a little like, "Oh, hey, they're back in time." What? And so these people go missing, and um, they kill you nicely. <laughs> they're the nicest murderers in the world, like in the universe. Yeah. They basically and send so- you back in time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so she leaves. Actually, like they give her an explainer about like all these people's cars, and she's like, she's she's on her way out, uh, gonna go try to figure out what else is going on. And the the guy uh, disappears. Wow. Oh. So the the detective yeah. guy disappears, and he goes back in time, and that's where you meet the doctor. And the doctor gives this dude like the worst line possible to give this guy. It's like, I have a message for you to tell Sally Sparrow, but it's going to be a long time before you can tell her. Yeah. Like, it's, it's going to be a while. To go on either. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was so brutal. He's like, well, you know, I'll, I'll tell you. Nope. You got to wait it out. Why didn't he just, like, take the TARDIS back to 1969, pick him up, and drop him off back, like, right after he got disappeared? What? You mean... The- I think that's all the whole sort of like paradox thing, you know. If if he oh. if he took the guy back when After. if he got the TARDIS back, picked the guy up from the time he was left, he yeah. wouldn't be able then to come to the present time to give Sally the message to then be able to get the TARDIS back. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> feel like he could have just dropped him back off. You know, I, I bet you... No, because he was the TARDIS back, and then... 
<laughs> Why make him wait? That's the thing. You could like give him an extra like couple hours. Be like, hey, you know, I'll drop you off. Like, you know, I'm going to bring you right back to where you left from. Call her. Give her this message. I can't <laughs> do it myself. You can do it, though. So it just seems kind of ridiculous. But, <laughs> but so he has to live out his entire life to give her this message. And he's like, you know, you find out he's the guy who's been who produced the DVDs. He's the guy who made all the yeah. DVDs. Uh, and so because he went into uh, publishing and he ended up becoming a, a, a DVD publisher and you find out what's on the li- about this list of DVDs 17 DVDs it's the only DVD <laughs> Sally Sparrow owns imagine sitting on that as well yeah. I mean, oh wow when, when, you get, when you go through quite a lot because you have VHS and that other one which I can't remember what it was called uh uh, laser disc. No, 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 no. When back when VHS first came out, there was another type of cassette, wasn't there? Oh, um, um, I don't want to say it's hi-fi, but it was it was something else. Um, I I remember the reason why it wasn't popular, which why? I don't think we can say on the show. Was it a chat? <laughs> the the reason why VHS is more popular is because of a particular type of genre that 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 oh. three of them well it's it's popular over here because blockbuster made a deal with uh hollywood executives to keep making vhs's that are cheap to make <laughs> the other oh. one is not as cheap hence why over here we have vhs's because of blockbuster and then we had a similar thing didn't we later on yeah. with blu-ray and um HD um. DVDs, but that was because of Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Bit more kid friendly, oh. at least. You say that, but you've seen The Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You oh, seen yeah. anything Disney? Jesus! Oh my god! Uh, uh, no, that's not Disney. I'll say The Incredibles. <laughs> this is incredible. Hold on. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. but so- back to the show. What are you gonna say, Billy? I was gonna have. I was gonna have Mark. Give a little breakdown of what the Weeping Angels were. Okay, so Mark, if you don't mind, we're about mm-hmm. to get to the talking points of the Weeping Angels. So explain to us the Weeping Angels. So, yeah, they are basically assassins that feed on uh, the temporal energy left from their victims that they send back in time. So that the sort of like the temporal energy that they would have produced if they the lived their life. Energy? What do you mean, potential energy, not no, temporal energy? Yeah, 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 potential. and well, Yeah, basically their life force that they would have lived if they had existed in our in the, their current time, but they send them back in time to die of old age. Um, but they get very creative about it as well. But their most uh, defining thing is that they're quant- what's called quantum locked. So when you're observing them, they look like statues. And it's not until you blink do they move. And that's what makes them so lethal is that because they can move so fast in literally a blink of an eye and either send you back in time or potentially kill you if they need to. Ah. And not just that's like a... any, they can send you anywhere in time too. Mm-hmm. It's not just like to the 1920s. Yeah. Anywhere, it doesn't matter. And it's such a weird way, man. Like they're the like dark. The doctor says are the nicest killers in the universe. Yeah. Uh, but like they sent that girl. Um, they sent her back to what nineteen oh two. Nineteen twenty. But that was what was the what was okay. So she was like, I'm in London. I was just in London, and yeah, then the guy. What was the guy calling it? He was calling it the Hux. Uh, something or another, yeah, but he wasn't in London, so um, they can put you almost anywhere too, like anywhere on the planet oh, yeah. as well. So, uh, anywhere in time and yeah, space, they essentially can put you anywhere. And the reason why they're hunting on the doctor is because the doctor is essentially immortal, yeah. And so, oh, yeah. Yeah. TARDIS is like a huge potential energy because you know, essentially, they're immortal, so um, yeah. it would it would feed them like they would never go hungry again. <laughs> 
it's not it's not just the doctor they want they want basically the energy source of the tardis mm-hmm. because that oh. is uh because it has the ability to obviously travel through time it's it's a source of immense potential and temporal energy that they could literally feed on it for ever yeah but they could also potentially destroy everything with it as well oh wow yeah yeah so oh man but yeah so we get to uh we get a little deep in this episode where sally and the nightingale guy are going back to the place because they're trying to figure out exactly what's going on they bring the dvds they start watching the dvd and sally starts talking like asking questions to the dvd and it starts responding back and then you find out that uh nightingale is like writing down the questions like she's asking the she's asking the dvd the doctor and so like everyone's are trying to figure out why he sounds like he's talking to someone but he's not you know and then you find out you know he's talking to her like she's asking these questions and this is where you get this famous line of uh because he's trying to explain time travel to her she's like well time travel is kind of like you know everyone thinks time travel is like this linear path but it's not really it's more like a big ball of timey wimey stuff yeah, and it's a great line because she really does explain time travel really, really well. It's there's no linear path in it at all, unless you go into the primer. The primer is a whole different story that's going to make Billy fall asleep really quickly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a weird loop, but uh, yeah. So it, it and then so we have the transcript now, and he even says like, "Well, I don't know what else is happening. I've ran out of the transcript." So at that point, mm. uh, they look up. They're being and, chased. And there's an angel, <laughs> and so up to this up to this point, this whole episode, you've been seeing these statues move around. Like people will look, like Sally will look at them and then look away and look back, and they're they're gone. This whole episode they've been doing this, and so now you see one actually do it. And it's like right in their face, and like you can't look away. You can't look away. You can't, and you get the like don't blink, don't ever like don't look away. You will die. And then he moves his head, and he it's moves his head, turns back, and she's like, ah, in his face, and it's like, ah! It's a really good jump scare, to be fair. It's a really solid one. And Doctor Who doesn't do, like, scary I, stuff normally. That was a solid jump scare. I think that was the idea The idea of the whole episode as well. I think Moffat was quite a fan of, you know, jump scares, and that's why he came up with the idea of the Weeping Angels, because they will literally be in one position one minute, and then to some switch of the camera for us and it's then into a different position. Mm-hmm. And I think he also tried to actually involve the the viewer as well sometimes yeah. because I think uh, the way he sort of like planned it is that you notice that sometimes the statues are standing still when there's no one looking at them. But the, we were the ones that are actually looking at them because we're watching them through the camera. Mm-hmm. Oh, my like, God. Um, what is it, the scene? It's the one where she's in the police station and she's looking out the window and you've got the two angels on the building opposite. Mm-hmm. And she blinks and the angels move. And also, remember, we see her blink. We don't, actually, yeah. we don't see, the, we, we're not looking at the angels when she blinks. We watch yeah. her when he, and same with, uh, same with Nightingale guy. We're looking at him blink and then going back and looking at the angel because we're yeah. it's following how they're looking at it. We don't actually ever see the angels actually move. No. It's the it's exact no. same concept uh, for us as well because we're observing it as well. And there's a whole other thing down the road we'll get to in a minute about <laughs> how angels like make more angels. <laughs> uh, but so we get to this epic clim- uh, climactic scene where they're running like they're, 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 uh, the, the police box in the, uh, is in the uh, basement. It, in the basement, and so they're running to it. They're trying to get to it, and like they're trying to. Like, there's three more angels there. There's four angels total, and they're they're they're, they're trying to get to it, and they're trying to get to unlock the, and they're trying to unlock the TARDIS with the key they have, and like the the angels pointing at the light, and like trying to get the light to go out because if they, you can't see in the darkness, they could they could no. move around, and it's such a tense scene. They're trying to get to the TARDIS, and like. The angels are right there, and they, they barely make it in. And like the TARDIS, is like, oh hey, you know, we see that you have one, <laughs> one free one ride, free trip. <laughs> and the TARDIS Ooh. leaves them there, like just gone. 
And guess what happens? Like the, the angels are all standing there looking at each other and they're permanently locked as stone forever yeah. because they're looking at each other. They can't, they, they can't do anything. They do that a lot as well in the yeah. future episodes that it, it's the only way to defeat them is to get them to look at themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind and of like it's... Billy in the morning when he looks in the mirror. i also like the theory of the the or the the tardis too because it looks like a police box but when you walk inside it's a whole it's it's a whole workshop yeah it's a whole workshop in there yeah it's it's essentially supposed to be like could be to the size of a city size of a planet it's yeah it's it's ginormous yeah and uh i do like the fact that it has uh it has it so I remember there's one episode where they're 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 talking about the TARDIS or they're trying to do something with the TARDIS and they're going through different like room not rooms but like different command rooms, like yeah, like pilots and they're like everyone's already been like we I have all of them already ready, like there there's none that's not already ready to go. So it doesn't matter what incarnation I, I am, this is the room I'll walk into. Yeah, oh, that was uh, yeah, and like. If it's the episode I remember, I think they're, they're like, you know, well, there's this many control rooms. And he's like, hang on, I don't remember having that many control rooms. Well, no, these are the ones you're going to have. Yeah. Oh. And that was a good setup for later. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> and so, yeah, that, that was a great episode. But uh, so there's there's some stuff down the road uh, with the angels. And, like, the angels are such a creepy, like, like they just said, like they're they're nice, but they're so creepy. Oh my goodness! Yeah. And they look creepy as I'll get out too, like fangs and everything. Oh. And like, but, yeah. You know. Well, you do do actually know how they did it because I've spoken to you this part already. But yeah. uh, obviously, the thing about the angels was they weren't props; they were actually actresses in full makeup. Yeah. They they had to apparently about four hours worth of makeup, mm-hmm. and then. They come onto the set, and all they've got to do is stand still, not breathe, <laughs> um, <laughs> and literally just of seconds, yeah. stand there doing nothing. <laughs> That's you a waste like, of talent. Like, you know what? We're gonna. Oh, well, it's gotta be you you super talented. It's a brilliant way they've done it. Mm-hmm. It's super <laughs> good. It, oh my goodness! And so. Like, so theoretically, we could play really good dead bodies because we sleep all the time. Technically, uh. no. <laughs> you know, if you got sleep apnea, you got a good tall t- twenty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> okay, twenty yeah. seconds is a lot of like a lot of screen time. But yeah, saying though about the jump scares, uh, another behind the scene thing. Apparently, there was a different ending for that episode. What? Okay, what, what would that ending be? I want to know now. Well. Obviously, as we know, the ending of it was it was a year later. Um, Sally and the bloke saw the doctor come running past and she handed him the script. So this was sort of like setting it up for him. So this oh. was a doctor that was prior to being stuck in yeah. the 90s, the God. 60s. Um, and David, David was at the, uh, well, like, I have something well and well and well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the way he does that is brilliant. Oh my god! Um, I get, I get and then it just goes too, into that too. montage of all the statues around London. I'm guessing they are. Mm. But the one of the ideas was that Sally was supposed to go into the shop, mm. followed by the boyfriend, and he was supposed to be greeted by an angel that had just sent Sally to the past. Uh, oh. He discovered a painting on his work surface of Sally that had been done, obviously, from when she was sent into the past. Um, so, yeah, it was supposed to be, like, you know, the one final jump scare of it. It's like, you know... Oh, that oh. would have been, like... That That would have been a, that would have been a bad move, man. Like, that would have been too depressing. Like, <laughs> they just, like... She just got released from this, and, like, she just made amends... Like, not amends, but she just found her release from it, and then, yeah. like, held his hand. And was like, yeah, we're going to finally do this. Yeah, we've got to finally set this up right. And like gone? Oh my god! No. no. <laughs> no. Well, to be fair, that's how uh, that's freaking how uh, Amy Pond, uh, Amy went right. Yeah, yeah. She, um, Amy and Rory went. Yeah, went like that. Yeah, because they read. Well, Rory read his own grave, which then yeah. set him up to go into the past. And then uh, Amy was like, you know, right? No, I need to be with him. 
That was uh, that was a wrong. That was so wrong. Oh my goodness, that, that's, that's the wrong way to go out. So, but yeah, no, uh, they, they've used the, the the angels for a lot of like you know moments like that where they need someone gone. Uh, they use yeah. they use them a lot, and that was uh, that was a rough moment because I liked Amy. Amy was fun. She was. I liked Rory. I love. I loved Rory. And Rory was uh, he was the guy. He was he was he was the waiting centurion. Yeah. He waited for how many? Two thousand years like that? He waited. Oh, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, knew when the universe was rebooted or not? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man. There, Doctor Who is there's especially the Matt the Matt Smith era. There are so many twists and turns about like re- rebooting the universe, and like uh, there was the whole uh, the whole. Uh, silly man be at my wedding, uh, where the doctor was a race of the universe and had to pop back into it. Uh, yeah, and there's a there's actually a pretty good there's a really good angel episode where you find out if an angel there's a video of an angel looking at you. It yeah. can make you into an angel. The uh, oh, can't remember the name, but yeah, one of the ones was, was, in as well. Said. And so that's how they that's how they gain more ranks. They they'll oh. change people to angels mm. just by looking at them through a videotape or security camera or something like that. If you're looking at through something else, they can change you into an angel. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's really creepy. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a thickening of the plot. They also end up with baby angels as well. Oh, uh, the ba- Oh my god, the baby angels are so creepy. Oh, oh my goodness, they're, they're even worse than the full grown ones. They just look creepy looking out. <laughs> God, oh my yeah. god! Yeah, you need to Google these things. They're there. They're creepy. I'll give you reasons. They're so wrong. So, so I'm afraid to Google search baby angels. <laughs> baby weeping angels and just okay. Look that up. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Baby angels will just give you all that <laughs> weird <laughs> stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know the, the the angels are just a really 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 well done villain. I guess I'm a villain of the week. It's a really good villain, and I, I remember right. They were only used once. They were supposed to be villain of the week. Like they weren't supposed to pop back up, but they're like, "Hey, these are fantastic!" And so they keep popping. They kept popping back up all over the place. They do, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Was it a good couple of episodes? They they also appeared in the audio dramas with Big Finish. Although I I feel like it was a bit difficult for them to do because they kind of had the sound effects, but it wasn't as much of an impact. Oh yeah, it's a visual. They're a visual enemy. Like you have. Yeah, 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 you, you had to see them. Them. So It's hard to write that into a story. <laughs> you have to imagine. Uh, so it's same same concept. With anything that's like invisible, like it, it's hard to write it, like write mm-hmm. write a concept for it. Like right now, I'm in the middle of a book right now that has invisible stuff, but they like light, like it looks like light. So you can like they can describe uh-huh. it as they're doing it, and then it's gone. You say about writing for things that are invisible. Yeah. One person that's good at that is Douglas Adams. <laughs> but he wrote he wrote a Doctor Who. He wrote several Doctor Who's actually, but he did actually write a Doctor Who episode that involved an invisible spaceship. Oh. <laughs> but it was unfortunately the wait, wait. episode. Okay, so it's an audio drama, right? No, 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 it was a television episode. Well, then, yeah, it's completely reasonable. Like, if it's a visual <laughs> thing, visual mm-hmm. invisibility is completely reasonable. And in writing an audio only, it's really hard to describe an invisible object. Oh. Very hard to describe a yeah. lot of things, as I've found out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah that's true, out. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's hard to do. Oh, oh man. Oh. But, yeah. No, but, uh, yeah, so I like watching this episode... I like the theory of these angels that, you know, you had to basically keep an eye on them or like they'll snatch you up and like leave any you. good woman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's and like true. I say, it essentially it involved us as well. I mean, that's been the whole thing with Doctor Who for years is that the viewer is technically a companion as well on these adventures. Mm. That but this a episode lot of really heavily involved us as well because we had to keep an eye on the angels as well. Yeah, I noticed throughout the episode I would have to like when they were in the background I was focusing on them more than the actual character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that was the idea. 
<laughs> you're looking for him. Like, where are they? I'm... Where are they? Yeah, that was a. I liked it for someone that didn't watch Doctor Who like me. It was a nice dive into into it, and then it got like I was telling Mark before the recording. I started watching other episodes of that season too to to kind of make because uh, you, you know normal TV seasons I watch. Uh, they link, you know, it builds through the episodes, but like with Doctor Who, each episode is a different adventure. Yeah. So when yes. I started watching there, other, a lot of, uh, yeah, they have yeah. a lot of standalone episodes. That's the thing. That's one of the nice things about Doctor Who is very serialized. Like mm-hmm. you can have uh, specialty episodes, but they they do do a lot of overarching things. So like yeah. in David Ten, uh, David uh, Christopher Eccleston, Bad Wolf was the big overarching thing. Uh, David Tennant had uh, Donna Noble. Donna Noble's whole story arc was one big overarching arc. Uh, and then you had the Pond arc. Yeah. Arcs. They, they pretty much put sort of like, it was kind of like the, the end series story. So it's like, like you say, with Eccleston's, it was the whole, well, the, the whole setup was made for that end Dalek episode. Yeah. Um, there was little Easter eggs brought in. But they were also setting other things up as well with the whole bad wolf thing and then being Torchwood as well in the next season. Um, oh, Torchwood mm. and uh, the face of Bo. Yeah, they, they even laid the ground for the Master to return because you started to hear about Howard Saxon. You know, I think he was firstly Defense Secretary or something. So he was responsible oh. for one thing, but you started to hear his name occasionally. Yeah. And then, obviously, you then had the big reveal at the end of the season that, you know, no, Howard Saxon is actually the master. Boom, boom, boom. for a 10-year-old season. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. No, well. Still holds <laughs> up. No, no. But I think uh, they actually, did. I, I really think they think are Billy still would, uh... slightly doing it, but not as much as they did in the beginning. You know, I think mm. Billy would really, really like Torchwood. Mm. That is a very good series. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. You know, before we get into that, let's take a quick break, and then we'll we'll talk to chat about Torchwood, and then uh, we'll get on out of here. Or actually, you know what? We'll talk about a couple other things. You know what? We're gonna keep this going. Three hour (laughs) podcast tonight, guys. Let's do this. Has Divatox ever told you that your helmet is not shiny? Do you think the ever the other diva talks from the TV show says that there's too many scuff marks and it looks nasty? Or did Dimitri ever tell you to throw it away because she likes shiny helmets instead of dull and worn down older helmets? Then this product is just for you. It's called Zalpha's Helmet Cream. Only in America only. You apply one time with the microfiber rag and get in counterclockwise motions. But wait, if you uh, if you buy today, you'll get two bottles of Zalpha's Helmet Cream. Only $19.99.99. If you read the back of the bottle, it says counterclockwise. But... I suggest going clockwise because the shine just brightens the paint or the whatever the substance is of the helmet. And you'll look way better than Tommy Oliver when he storms the Megazord and kicks him out. But wait, there's more. If you use, if you buy two bottles at $19.99.99, We'll throw in a free bottle of lens cleaner <laughs> and an anti-fog window for the inside because you heavy mouth breathers you are. If you use this product on your head, not your helmet, you might end up with male power baldness. Not designed for any kind of cosplay helmets, but for actual powder helmets. Uh, $29.99 is not including, not including taxes and or shipping. Shipping is $45.45. Any other questions, make sure you reach out to Zelfa Helmet Creamer at ZelfaHelmetCreamer.com. Thanks for joining us after that commercial. And look, listen, Jim, I will personally fly Mark, his missus, and his daughter out here. And we will find you. And we have a specific set of skills if you make this a three-hour episode. 
<laughs> okay. I'm so yeah. scared. I'm so. <laughs> the little See... one will come after you, like the baby <laughs> angels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't bring them in. Don't bring them into this. Don't, 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 don't. like we were having an adult conversation. You brought them into this. Now we're having a childish one. Hey, think. Uh, so theoretically speaking, the angels would be red light, green light masters. Yes, they would. Okay. See, theoretically speaking, yes. Theoretically. Okay. <laughs> All right, Billy. You need to watch Torchwood. You gotta watch Torchwood. It. Mm-hmm. Well, so you you a, link uh, it to me. I will. So it's a very uh, it's a Doctor Who esque series. So they they do Doctor Who esque things, but uh, you gotta love Jack. <laughs> okay. It's a very more adult Doctor side Who. of it. Yeah, they they get away with as much as they can on BBC Three. Yeah. <laughs> you, you could look at it in sort of like three sections, and you got Torchwood is the the adult PG, not PG thirty, adult eighteen. Then you got the Sarah Jane Adventures, which is more the UPG child sort of mm. like side of it, and then Doctor Who is kind of in the middle, being a PG thirteen and okay, all right, yeah. If you just link it to me, I'll watch it or you know do your it's thing. On the, it's on the thing. You're good. Yeah, okay. Jack, Jack's brilliant. Yeah, I do. Okay. I do like John Barryman. He's he's a brilliant actor. And <laughs> He's a like lot all of the fun. things that they were saying about him that he did wrong in the series, I'm like sitting there thinking, yeah, this is, doesn't surprise anyone that he did that on the show because he's that much of a joker. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't know what's <laughs> going on. Um, I just enjoyed the show. Yeah, are you, are you going to tell me that something messed up? Uh, kind of. Yeah, it was something that happened. Uh, what's that guy's name? No, no, Cal. Uh, he played Mickey in Doctor Who. Okay, okay, okay. Um, he he did something and ended up basically getting cancelled, shall we say. Then um, it turned out as well that John Barrowman was doing some silly, just silly pranks, really. But they were borderlining on... Harassment? Being, yeah, basically. Okay. Uh, he, he's apologised for them and that, but he's kind of got cancelled himself by it as well. Because, for example, when this all came out, there was meant to be an audio drama episode of Torchwood uh, that involved John Barryman and David Tennant as the Doctor. Mm-hmm. It's never been released. Oh. It, it was literally struck off the schedule. Well, now you all know, don't do harassment kind of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn. We should have been doing this since the beginning. But if anyone's watched what John Barrowman is like, you'll be like, yeah, I can totally see him doing that. <laughs> yeah. Totally see him being yeah. a jackass about things. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, at least, uh, I don't know. We're going to go with... Uh, Zeo powers, Zio's, yeah, Zeo powers. <laughs> you, you, you gotta watch, you gotta watch Torchwood. Like you, one more highly recommend. I'm gonna really recommend this to, for you, Billy. Is I recommend watching Doctor, starting Doctor Who, and then like uh, when you get to the when you get to Jack leaving Doctor Who, like then you start watching Torchwood. Torchwood, okay, yeah. along alongside of it, because it's four seasons of Torchwood. Th- season three is only like five episodes long. The rest are like twelve. Okay, I, I think. think Torchwood technically starts halfway after, through season two. No, no, at the end of season two, because um, in season two, that's when they introduce Torchwood. And then the mm. series Torchwood is set right afterwards because they're the only Torchwood that's left. Because yes. Torchwood is supposed to be this big, you know, com- undercover mm. um, government thing. When the series Torchwood is around, they're the only Torchwood that exists now. All yeah. the others have been shut down. Okay. okay yeah. Um, uh, no, well, you get you. There's another Torchwood for a little bit for like the first season. And then after that, they're, they're all shut down. Is it, yeah. yeah they talk, they, they talk about like, East awful. London's Torchwood or something like that. And like they, they're South London, I want to say, or South England or something like that. Torchwood. But yeah. Uh, watch it. it, it it's fun. Like, 
Billy, I'm going to recommend Doctor Who to you because I know you're getting more and more into like nerdums, uh, nerd fans like nerdums. Yeah. That's where I'm going. That's where I'm going to use. Uh-huh. And I know you're getting the Kamen Rider. You're in the PR. You're starting to get a little into Gundam, but I think Doctor Who would line up really, really well with you because you don't be have honest. to like you don't have to watch it all the time. You just listen to it. That's that's the nice part about Doctor Who is you can listen to most of it and catch what's yeah. going on. There's, there's okay. some visual things, but for the most part, you can listen to it. And they do a butt ton of audio dramas, and they're really good. They're really well done. They all this. And uh, like I know I've gotten out of Doctor Who recently. Like I, I I stopped with Peter Capale, and I really need to get back into it because I heard he he turns himself around to the second his second season, and, and the last season was pretty fun. So I need to keep watching. I need to catch hmm. back up. But uh, I want to recommend it to you because I, I still like it. I still like Roughly Doctor Who, and it's still a fun show. Yeah, 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 yeah. through some rough times in my life. <laughs> and it's coming up to the 60th as well, and that, that's going to be a banger, I reckon. Wait, who's David Tennant's coming back for this? And he I is, want yes. to see this. Yeah, the, I want to see how this goes. Please coming back as the 14th Doctor. So he's coming back as like a, a okay. So he's regenerating into a new Doctor, but as mm-hmm. but an old David face, Tennant. old face. Okay. Which oh, they kind weird. of actually set up in the 50th, the way back, because the cura- a character called the Curator is basically an old version of the Doctor, yeah. but he looks like an old version of the fourth Doctor, because he's played by Tom Baker, funny enough. They set huh. that up back then, and... They also set up with the regenerations. They get a little weird because remember they had the uh, the extra hand regeneration. Yeah, <laughs> well that was ca- that counted as a regeneration apparently. Yeah. Now, yeah. okay. So yeah, they're. Re- I'm gonna tell you this: when they start talking regenerations, just take with a large grain of salt. Just to be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just yeah. okie dokie regenerations. That's a thing. Hey, yeah. sounds good to me. Okay. Yeah, just, just, it's supposed to be it, regener- it, it, supposed to be twelve regenerations, thirteen bodies. Mm-hmm. Oh my the God. doctor had one body twice, now three yeah. times. He's into a new cycle. Yeah, yeah he got <laughs> we don't know how cycle. many he's got. Yeah, he got gifted another cycle, and I don't know. Yeah, we don't know how long that's gonna last. Cool. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah, like we like I remember watching till we got to the end of Matt Smith and people were like freaking out about how they're going to continue on the series. Like well, they're getting a new series. Like how are they going to make another doctor? It's going to be another doctor entirely. Is it going to be a, a new person? Like, is it going to no longer be our doctor? Is going to be someone else? And yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. No, he's going to just get some more regenerations. Job done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was an easy win. Just get out of the way. Done with like, it wasn't, they didn't even try very hard with it. I was like, okay, there is, I'm going to give you this here now. There is some lazy writing in Doctor Who. There is some lazy writing. But most times it's not. But there's going to be moments you're going to be like, what? <laughs> we were actually was... talking about that before the recording, before you came on, uh, with the whole sonic screwdriver. Because mm-hmm. back in the 80s, they destroyed the sonic screwdriver because the writers were getting too lazy. It was like, you know, oh, the Doctor's locked up. How is he going to escape this? Oh, we just put out the sonic screwdriver. So they actually ripped the sonic screwdriver out and it didn't really reappear until um, the 1996 film. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like, uh, so there's a scene in the the 50th anniversary where you find out that the screwdriver is the same screwdriver that he has uh, and it just regenerates with him. (laughs) And so like the casing changes, internals stay the same. And it's not a it's it's not a weapon. It's not a weapon. Put no. this down. <laughs> and then Clara just walks in through the door because it's unlocked. Yeah, because <laughs> they're idiots. And like yeah, the doctor the might be brilliant, but he's an idiot. Plain and simple, he's an idiot. No. <laughs> and so like, I'm telling you, like I feel like you would thoroughly enjoy the doc- like I, I feel like you would thoroughly enjoy Doctor Who, and it's it's a really fun romp. Uh, and it's not time travel's not the. Uh, it's it's not the uh, it's not the story device you think it is. It's just a means to the story device. That's all it is. Yeah. So don't even try to think that time travel is going to be like, oh, it's going to be a huge part. Of-. No, it's not. <laughs> it's just a means for him to be in a particular location. Yeah. At a particular it's the time. same primer as Science Gate. Dang it! It's not. 
Right. I mean, I think the original idea was that the whole time travel thing was supposed to be when he goes to the future, it's to teach kids about science. When he goes to the oh. past, it's to teach kids about history. <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh, that's a good setup. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a couple yeah. of the older episodes with the first Doctor and the kind of meh <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like 19, 1960s man like it's not great but you know it was a great idea and we got we're here now talking about it you know we, we got some yeah. good actors out of it yeah. when you, especially when you consider what budget they had what well, it was like 50 bucks they were working in <laughs> yeah they, they, they were it was a true string budget for the first couple seasons yeah uh it's it's like pr like P, power just had a true string budget for the first like three seasons and we got what we got, and some of it's really cringeworthy, but dang it, here we are 30 years later having fun with it. Oh, yeah. I, think, I feel like even Doctor Who might have actually been worse than what Power Rangers was because... Oh, it was terrible, yeah. <laughs> apparently, the studio they worked in, if they were in there for too long and the temperature of the room went up too high, it set the sprinklers off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so they're like in the middle of recording and it's pissing down on them. Yeah, there's uh, there's also a huge chunk of lost episodes as well uh, that got lost. Like there's many episodes, like the first couple seasons, right, are just gone. Yeah, the, the BBC went through a, a clearance in their archives um, sometime in the sixties, seventies, I think it was, and yeah, they they literally just threw out tons of episodes. I feel like saying there's about ninety something episodes missing and bear in mind this isn't like what we got now uh, where it's a you know 13 episode um story arc these are 20 minute episodes that make a full story so you know oh. night job that's more than two seasons i think there's like about half of the first and second doctor's era is missing basically yeah. right there's a couple of people who recorded some episodes, and they, so they're called the lost episodes. So you, they, they've been uploaded to YouTube and stuff, and, and you can see them. But man, they are. Um... Yeah, they <laughs> also started to animate a lot of them as well, yeah, which is are, cool. The is only our, aren't the scripts still like around? Yes, like audios. Yeah, there's a lot. Of the, there's a lot of the audios for them. Um, I think that's how they've managed to put them into animated form uh the only way i would w just dare watch in the lost episodes is if mark was to interpret them with interpretive dance <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my i knew God. that dance he's talking about a dolly <laughs> i know he said war he said war he's at war <laughs> i know what that means that means war oh my All God. Right. Well, let's quick one more quick break, and then we'll be right back, guys. Man, this is a great Digimon podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. What did he just say to whoa. us? That is not this. a Digimon podcast. What it's not doing? a Digimon podcast, okay. like Billy said over there. No, we, this is a Power Rangers podcast. Yeah, Jacob, Uncle, Power Rangers. That skull, get it right. Get it right. God. Welcome to Gundam Snips ASMR, where the only place we can listen in to Jacob snipping plastic. Be prepared for double trouble when he cuts his own finger and calls the EMS of Gundams and gets a large bill in six to eight weeks of $4,000 for going four miles that his insurance will cover. That his insurance will never cover. He has to call the hospital and get an itemized receipt to lower the bill. And then he has to fake his own death to get out of the bill entirely. <laughs> <laughs> cool, keep it together, could you? Could you? Welcome back to that episode, and thanks again, everyone, for tuning in to the Zeota Hero Podcast with me, Billy, and my numbskull brother, Jim, as we're joined on a, on a time loop adventure with the man behind the voice, Mark. 
thanks again, Mark, for uh, joining us tonight, or I mean, early morning for you. Um, <laughs> thanks for talking Doctor Who with us, even though I didn't know much about it, but I absolutely love hearing the backsides of it and the story arcs. Yeah, I mean, I, the I love the show. It's a brilliant show. Yeah, oh. Jim, shut up. <laughs> so, so uh, Mark, where if for people listening new to us, where can they find you at to follow you? You can find me on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, uh, even uh, Twitch under the Red Cornish Ranger. Uh, you can also find me on Spotify with the Red Cornish Ranger presents Nerds Through Comics, which I will be pumping out more episodes of soon. And um, plus, my hopefully going to do my original very soon as well. Okay, and for everyone that does look him up, his podcast it's not through; it's throw. <laughs> like T H R O W, but it was a play on words since he's English. So <laughs> he's not English; he's a jerk. Plus, plus I just love you too. Yeah, about it. <laughs> so, so no. if it, yes. So you can always find our show at Zio to Hero across the board on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, YouTube. Uh, we have a new Facebook group called Not Lightning Collection, but, and we like to post a lot of random stuff on there. It doesn't have to be Power Rangers related. It and, says uh, well, Not Lightning Collection, but. But, you know, so it's always fun to interact with fans. If you're definitely listening to the show, leave a, a review on Apple Podcasts and give us a five star or whatever star you feel like we deserve on Spotify. Yeah, and uh, need to leave reviews for mine as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You are I've only got one in his billies. Oh, I, I thought I gave you one. Okay, well, I'm gonna look and see if I gave you one or not. I let through you oh. because I'm a nice guy to Mark, even though he pokes me all the time. <laughs> Does he still yeah. Facebook poke you? That's wrong. <laughs> Come on, Mark, get it together. <laughs> Remember when Facebook had pokes? <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right, Jim. What about you? Uh, you can find me everywhere at Not So Funny Jim. Uh, so to that though, uh, yeah, that's really about. You know, you can find me everywhere across the board there, and uh, that's about it. I got to end this episode. Good luck, guys. Enjoy yourselves. Have a good Thanks night. for tuning in. Thanks, Mark. Peace now, out. no worries. Let's go chunk tea bags at Mark. Do you want to be a hero, but you're not? Do you want to be a Jiro or a Kojiro, but you can't because you're not Japanese? Have you considered Zio to hero? Remember, heroes come and go. Idiots are for Jimbelee! Alright, uh, then bring us back in and you need to be like, you need to be like, we're not doing an hour. Mark's going to be like, we're not doing an hour. And then I'll be like, we're doing an hour and a half. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do an hour. I can't do it. <laughs> Progressively just get more and more slurred speech. And, like, and the thing is, <laughs> we're going right. to You don't out. want me to fall off the chair, do you? Because I don't do my own stunts. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let's get your daughter in there. She's your stunt double, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she bounces more than me. <laughs> all, right, all right. All right. Bring us back in, Billy.